Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry is a boater. Rounded out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. And uh, just share some stories that may, you know, you may find slightly amusing. You might even learn a thing or two as you pursue a lifestyle in the, uh, in the boating industry or just being a boater. And uh, that leads us to our first guest today. I'm, I'm pretty excited about this because... Uh, you know, we have uh, Jamie, and uh, let, let me make sure I get your name right because I'm going to butcher it. I know, but hey, a Bian or what? What do you say there, uh, Jamie? Bian is perfect. Bian, okay, Jamie and Bian, right? Oh, don't don't tell him he's perfect. Yes, I'm going to start keeping track of all the uh, mess ups. Yeah. All right, Jamie and Bian are our guests. Now they have uh, they from what I saw. Uh, Patrick set this interview up and it's pretty, pretty cool because, uh, you guys did an interview I saw with Megan Kelly. I don't know. It's probably a couple years old, I guess, but, uh, you guys, uh, basically took your family, went and moved everybody on a boat. You didn't tell the rest of your family you were doing this till right before you split because you didn't want to be talked out of it. And you went out there and lived life on a boat for how many years of being? This is our 13th year afloat. Wow. So wow. you're still doing it. Are you on the boat today? We are. We're on the boat. We're in Mexico right now. We're in the state of Sonora. We're at the very north end of the Sea of Cortez. Awesome. They're living the life, Barry. This is what you should be doing right they're, now. They are think? living life. Yes, absolutely. Living, no, they're living the life that yes. every boater would like to live. But they get talked out of it by people like Captain Patrick all the time. Patrick, is No, you? not true. What do you mean, not, not true? Patrick not is... True. His, his no, he's trying to say... If you're talking about uh, one of our other uh, people that come on from time to time trying to buy a boat, now he's trying to save him from uh, making a wrong decision. No, this family did an uh, absolutely fantastic thing, living out there like, uh, you know, wandering from one country to another, seeing the world like we can't. Right. So, uh, once again, they're living the dream. And, uh, Jamie, you would agree with me on this, too, I, if you're still on the boat to this day, I guess, right? Oh, absolutely! It's a great lifestyle. We've we've enjoyed it. Uh, Forty eight countries. How how wrong can that be? No, that, uh, I think that's uh, everybody is envious right now, including myself. You're doing what we all wish we had the the guts to do. Patrick, are you are you uh, on board with this now, or are you still have a lot of questions? Like eh, I don't know. What do you think? Well, no, I think that pretty much wraps up the interview. Greg. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, I have no questions. All right. Well. I, I do. I have one, but it may be at the beginning, <laughs> middle, or end. Go, go ahead, Barry. I'll let you lead off. How many, I mean, uh, from your boat, how many countries could you? You said you've, you've seen 48 so far. Are there any that are missing along the water that you haven't gotten to yet? Oh, quite a few, actually. One of the amazing things when you look at the chart that we have that shows the line we've traced around the world during our circumnavigation, I mean, we've closed a complete loop. 
But we've only seen the places along that line, right? And there's so much north and south of it. There's so many more places to go. And of those 48, only one of them was inland. It was uh, Lesotho, which is a little tiny country in the middle of South Africa. So Hmm. didn't anchor the boat in Lesotho. We did take a car. Got it. Now now you're in Mexico right now. How did you end up in Mexico, Bian? So we left from the Puget Sound area in the Pacific Northwest. So mm-hmm. sailing south and uh, going south of the border, Mexico is the first place that you land, of course. And so we departed from here to head out to the South Pacific in 2010. And it's here then that we crossed the track under circumnavigation a couple of years back. Um, and we landed, landed here for a more extended time because of COVID. Uh, we expected to go back to the South Pacific last year. And well, hopefully that'll happen next year. Right. Mexico's an awesome destination. We love it here. We feel uh, the food is great. The people are wonderful. We feel very safe. And there are thousands of miles of coastline to explore. So it's been a great place to be this last kind of confused year. Yeah, Thank well, Greg. for sure. Yep. And and I will say, I know for a fact, Mexico is one of those places that is kind of uh, more open than many other countries around the world. Uh, so you're taking advantage of that. Patrick, what? Uh, and I want to point out for your benefit, Greg, no extradition treaty. Okay. Yeah. All right. There's that. <laughs> That's always a good thing. <laughs> um, so, Jamie and Bian, I, uh, a little on your backstory. So, yeah, you, you decided to pack up and, and jump into a boat. Any boating experience prior to this decision? And what was that boating experience? Well, we came from very different places with that. <clears throat> Um, I had a toy boat in a bathtub, and uh, you know, so I, I grew up in Connecticut, and uh, my family had, uh, uh, actually early on, my father had a powerboat, we switched to sailboats, and we cruised locally around um, southeastern New England in sailboats, and it turned out I liked it, I got inspired into more sailing, became a sailmaker, professional racing sailor, and so for me, it's in my blood. I just kicked around a, a lake on a sunfish, and... <laughs> You know, I, I actually worked very hard on optimizing my ability to sail that boat with my foot, use the push the tiller with my foot while lying down so that I could get the optimal tan um, while kicking around said lake on said sunfish. I really didn't know what I was doing at all. I just love being on the water mostly. And I wanted to travel and Jamie showed me how those things could be put together. Yeah, there that's, you go. that's that's how I learned how to sail as well. In the bathtub? Really? No. <laughs> Out on the east coast of Florida on the Banana River, uh, we had a sailboat, and uh, I didn't, it, it really wasn't, uh, at 14, 15 years old, it really wasn't my my cup of tea, so to speak. I was definitely born for powerboats, and I, okay. I've said on the show often enough, I admire, I greatly, greatly admire people who sail, especially monohulls, uh, because it is no less than a ballet on the water. I mean, there, there's just an artistic movement to everything. There's no wasted motion whatsoever versus, and again, I love power boats, one hand on the throttle, put it in gear, push it forward, hold on to the wheel, and turn where you want to go, and that's pretty much the extent of it. Patrick is a stink potter, and they are gas baggers. Uh, do you get the terminology there, uh, Jamie? Right? I got it right, yeah, didn't absolutely. I? Yeah, see? Yeah, that works. There's okay. something to be said for being able to point from A to B. Our buddy boat in the South Pacific was actually a trawler, uh, a Nordhaven that we shared oh. a lot of anchorage with. And you know what? They could leave an island group a day ahead of us. If it was if it was a you know a six day passage for us, it was a four and a half five day passage for them. Hmm. Uh, not a bad way to go. There you yeah, go. Yeah, but you, it's true seamanship when you're not only out there on the boat but on a sailboat because you have to read the weather as well as what the boat does. 
I, I think, well, being as an expression, which is misery is optional and nobody likes <laughs> to watch that day. Yeah. And so it doesn't matter whether you're powerboat or sailboat, um, you know, getting pretty familiar with weather and, and resources so that you make good choices is important. And when you're going to cross an ocean, it's especially so. Oh, I'm now, sure. Now, with all the experience that you guys have now doing this, uh, you know, at the beginning, you know, I go back to this uh, interview that I, I watched on on YouTube with Megan Kelly. Uh, you guys were talking about when you embarked on this adventure, you didn't tell the rest of your family because you didn't want to be talked out of it. Now, looking back at that point in time, are, are you glad you still stuck to your guns? I assume so. But for somebody listening right now thinking, you know what? I have the, uh, I have the, I don't know, desire to do what these, these folks have done, but I, I'm very hesitant because I may not have the skills. But then again, you know, you, you look at uh, Jamie and, you know, he started playing with toys in his bathtub and started sailing around the world. So how much experience do you really need to go? There? Is it more like desire over uh, substance? There, Jamie, what do you think? It, it is. Um, desire goes a long way to getting people motivated to try it. Um, we think that uh, the, the, the world to cruising is open and sailing is open to so many people. It doesn't require deep technical understanding and knowledge to begin with. As long as you tiptoe into this, you start slowly, you don't get um, outside of a, a comfort zone and into a bad situation. Yeah. We work with a lot of people right now to get them into coaching and um in the cruising yeah right and uh uh yeah we can talk more about that well we will it, it, you want people to learn from your mistakes is where you're at now i guess patrick uh so when you made this decision it, the boat that you're on right now is that the boat that you started with or what did you start with we had one boat prior to Totem, but it wasn't the boat we planned to leave on. Although we were tempted to at one point because we were just over being on the hamster wheel and we wanted to get gone. Um, but it was uh, it was quite a bit shorter. Um, it was a 35-foot boat. It had two cabins down below. And we've got three kids. And we thought we really wanted that extra cabin. So we waited a little longer, saved a little more, and got a 47-foot boat with three cabins. Oh, you could have tied them to the mast. That wouldn't have been a problem. <laughs> yeah. We thought about towing them in the dinghy, but, you know, yeah. that people would look badly at us. They, they that, yeah. We finished with the same number of kids we started with. That's right. oh, well, that's okay. a good sign. Always a bonus. Yeah. 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 Sailingtotem.com, uh, by the way, is the website. You can follow these folks along. We're going to uh, talk to them more in depth on what they've learned on their cruising around the world here on the World of Boating today. I mean, I'm fascinated. I mean, I really am. This is cool, man. Who knows? By the end of the show, uh, me, Patrick, and Barry might hop on a boat and cruise around the world. Could it happen? Okay, yeah. When pigs fly, something like that? All right. More coming up. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast hey what's going on out there there's a boat whoa is anybody on it yeah some hairy guy oh wait a minute Wait a minute. He's got company. Oh, farts. Floating down the river, sailing on the sea, cruising on the ocean. Boats are for me. This is the World Boating. Gregor first mate, Captain Patrick Barry the Boater, and our special guests, Jamie and Bian who are from SailingTotem.com. Totem being the name of their vessel that they are on, I guess, uh, as we speak. Live in Mexico. They've been sailing around the world as a family for years now. And now it's, uh, I guess you're kind of paying it forward. Is that right? By telling other people like, hey, you know, you could do this too. We might have made a few mistakes or learned a few nuggets along the way that we're willing to share. Is that kind of what you're doing now, Jamie? What do you think? Absolutely. We would love to see more people get out and uh, step out of mainstream for a while and enjoy family life. Um, you know, two weeks go by and your kids are go from uh, elementary school into college, and it, it's gone in a blink. Yeah. Now, where are your kids uh, right now, Ben? Where, how And how old are they? Our kids are now, actually, we just went through birthday season, and everyone rolled up a year. They're now 17, 19, and 22. Oh, wow. Our 22-year-old okay. just finished his junior year of college up in Oregon. He's headed to Alaska to work on a cruise ship for the summer. And our two daughters are here on board with us helping get the boat ready to go back to the South Pacific. Okay, and they're not on World of Boating today, not because they're tied up uh, against the mask that uh, Barry the Boater was kind of alluding to. They're just off doing more fun things as opposed to talking to us. Is that right, Jamie? 
Absolutely. Not not tied to the mask yet. We did okay. get the hauler sent up in the bosun's chair to the first spreader for timeout. Though. Yeah, how, yeah, exactly. How does that work? <laughs> do, do you when you put them in timeout when they were uh, acted up as uh, little toddlers earlier in your uh, cruising days? Did you just say, "Hey, you're in timeout," and then you throw the dinghy out and go set them out there in the ocean there for a while, or what? Yeah, I think um, uh, sometimes a nice uh, isolated beach nearby serves very well. Okay, there <laughs> you go. All right. Let's see how you, you is, see how you survive you put, out there, Junior. Yeah, you put them in timeout, and then they have more fun in timeout than they did back in the boat. And they oh. don't want to return. Well, okay, there's that issue I have. Uh, I guess you have. All right. By the way, uh, during the commercial break, uh, Child Services was calling for Barry. Uh, <laughs> talking about that whole masking issue for. They're in Mexico. I don't sure. think they're worried. No. Yeah. Well, they were worried about you. They're asking about oh, me. Yeah. yeah where's no, Barry's my kids, kids? My kids grew up and left already. I'm oh, okay. They ran away as soon as they could. Right. All right. Uh, Patrick, what say you? Yeah. So a little bit about the uh, the boat that you're now on. Um, are we talking a monohull, a cat, a single mast? What does it take to operate that boat? So. Uh, Totem is a 1982 monohull, so 40 years old next year, and um, single mast, a sloop rig boat, center cockpit. Um, we Our length overall is 47 feet. Uh, we call it the three-bedroom, two-bath floating camper van. We, we have three <laughs> cabins we're sleeping in, two heads, uh, and then the main cabin, which is galley, living space, and navigation Love it. And in this in this moment, we're actually in a boatyard, so it's the flattest anchorage in the world. There you go. You may hear some of the, the noise in the background. Oh, right. that's why your internet's so nice right now. <laughs> it helps. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. So, uh, but but it is something that you would recommend, and now you're actually uh, sharing your adventures with others so they can learn from what you have uh, picked up along the years. And and uh, are you doing this in an official capacity? Is uh, like a program online and stuff now too? What are you doing exactly? Airbnb. So we do actually um, have a coaching service that we offer. We also do a lot of what we call just karma. Um, we try to help anyone who comes to us with a question that wants to know about what it's like to get into this. But our business actually sprang out of that. So many people were coming our way wanting to know how to do this that we had to at some point figure out how to how to um, allocate our time. We give what we can, mm-hmm. and for folks that want some more undivided one-on-one work. Uh, we're able to do that for them, help them make a plan to be able to go cruising. But to your point earlier, I mean, anyone can do it, and you can leave with any skill set. You just have to be able to pace yourself and know how to get going without getting into trouble. I like this. Uh, I like it a lot. I think uh, Barry would be a, a perfect example of someone to send through a program and send him out on a boat and see if he survives. It, it, oh, I'd, I, I think I'd survive, but I, I am curious about trouble. Uh, what do you do with our pirates? And other people you've never stay run away from that? them, you big dummy. How how well, obviously, smart but you you're, on be? A sa- you're on a sailboat, you know, and the pirates are using these little uh, fuel burning boats. So. Ah. Well, Jamie, have you yeah. had some incidents over the years? Actually, we did. Yeah. Um, mostly, though, we do a lot of research and where we're going to make sure that the risks are low. We don't go to areas where there's piracy that is the type that's going to impact us. We've Specifically, like in the Indian Ocean, gone around the area of the Horn of Africa, where the piracy was super active. Right. Um, but we've been in other areas, uh, particularly particularly around um, Singapore and the Southern Malay Peninsula, where piracy is super active, but it's against big ships. And so when we were sailing across to that area, we did um, get scouted by a pirate 
boat that came and checked us out yeah. and then realized that we were just uh, vagabonds of the sea and not worth the haul. We were not the target they were looking for. So, <laughs> what, what, you just looked like you had no money? you just like, look, hey, are we dressed well, in rags? What or what What, how, how, what do you do, Ben? They're looking for a big ship where yeah. they can get a, a bunch of guys. They go on it. And, and they, literally strip it down. Like, take the wiring uh, for scrap. They'll, they'll steal the fuel off the ship. They'll steal the motors. They'll steal oh. the engines. We talked to a guy that had gone through this. Yeah. And they were tied up for five days while the pirates stripped the boat of everything. Wow. Yeah, well, that, that deck-mounted 50 cal you got at the bow probably doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure the daughters have uh, gotten used to being up in the crow's nest with their sniper rifle taken. <laughs> right, yeah, and the knife in their teeth. Yeah, really right. all about avoidance and being informed. There are actually very few places in the world that we wouldn't go, um, but they're very easy to know about, and we don't go there. Right now, like coastal Venezuela or off of Honduras and Nicaragua. Hmm. Patrick? Yeah. And, and Nicaragua is on my, my list because having gone on a uh, a surf trip recently down to Costa Rica, I was talking with my surf guide about going into Nicaragua, and he's like, yeah, no. <laughs> no, no, not at this time. Uh, now, this question is really because of something that Greg said he did um, quite a number of years ago, so I, I want to know if this is a real thing or not for sailboaters. Do you swing off the mast into the water? Absolutely. Yeah, come on. That's a thing you do. Oh, Absolutely. Okay. It's a rite of passage on a sailboat, right, Jamie? Come on. It is. It is. You grab onto a halyard, jump up yeah. in the bow pulpit, and swing around the side and let fly. We turn our spinnaker pole into a big swing, and like you can't hang fender off of it for a second swing, and, and would swing the kids out in that to launch them. The, the okay, but real- you're not you're not actually like on a harness to somebody else like a uh, tandem skydiver because that's what Greg did when he swung off the Wrong. Okay. <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong. 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 Yeah, yeah, you know, that you asked for it. <laughs> so that was so wrong. Yeah, no, I when I was on a pirate ship uh and uh <laughs> let's see, it was ship. Ship. Well, no, it was a pirate ship in Karakut. There were real pirates and I don't think right. the guns were loaded, but yeah, we went swinging around the spinnaker and going, "Our matey." It's what you do as a sailor. Come on, I know that. Everybody knows. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, and our special guests, Jamie and Ben, who have been sailing around the world. Uh, if you go to sailingtotem.com, you can find uh, a lot about their adventure. You know, they've been hobnobbing with, uh, I mean, the rich and powerful, you know, media moguls like Megan Kelly, and got, you've been on CNN, been all, you guys have been all over. Uh, and people have been following your story the last few years, and and it's kind of cool that now that you're, you're kind of, you've turned it into, I don't know, a training business, so to speak, or people can contact you and learn how to follow your float plan, so to speak, and pick up your family, pack them up and head out on the open seas and, and uh, you know, appear on shows like World of Boating and, and kind of rub it into the rest of the world. Like, hey, look at us. Suck it, losers. We did it. You were just sitting around talking about it all the time. Yeah, you enjoy that part of it, don't you, Ben? 
Okay, maybe just a tiny bit, but in truth, I'm I'm very grateful for the opportunities to talk about our our experience and and really we we do kind of live the dream. It really you is do. sort of awesome. Yeah. Um, to a wider audience that wouldn't necessarily uh, be dialed into it otherwise, and and to allow us to normalize a little bit with World of Boating's audience because it is really awesome. It real is really accessible, and it really is something that anyone can do with the right plan. And if we can help a little bit, fantastic. There you go. Even I can do it. It's a form of well, being idiot-proof. Let, don't uh, don't, don't, yeah, no, don't no, get no. too far ahead of yourself. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think we could. I, I no, here's the reason why, Greg. Yeah. You've got too much stuff. What do you mean i got and, too much stuff? And when no, you don't. transition to a boat, you got to get rid of your junk. No, I don't. I leave it at the house. I'm not no, going to sell my house. house. That's no, no, the whole no, no, thing. You, 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 you leave everything behind. Uh, I don't think so. I, 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 he's he's I got back too to many, being a cruiser on a ship. I got too See, many this guitars. Is why it'll never work for him, right? Yeah, no, it'll work. I'll just leave it back at the house. <laughs> I'll then then take what I need. But you, are you? This this is how they came to our attention. Was the story on CNN? Mm-hmm. And what I kind of wanted to transition into next is what you're seeing. Having read that article on CNN, as far as people that are coming to you, especially in the last 12, 14 months that are wanting to do this, which we can talk about when we come back uh, from our break. Okay, and that's what we'll do. Uh, Jamie and Bianca are our guests. Uh, SailingTotem.com is the website. Check it out, and we'll get them coming up with uh, more next. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. I'm such a moron, then how did I get on a fancy boat? See you later, douchebags! Oh, crap. Chris is on the Titanic? Gonna rock, gonna rock, gonna rock the boat Gonna slam a jam with a brand new note Banging my head like a billy goat Gonna rock, gonna rock, gonna rock the boat Gonna grab a jug, have me a sip Gonna dance a jig until my back won't slip this is the world of boating. Gregor, first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry, the boater, and our special guests, Jamie and Bian from sailingtotem.com. By the way, your playlist on your sailboat, does it have all these uh, cool boating songs? Uh, I mean, it's pretty much prerequisite. If you're going to sail around the world, you have to have the entire Jimmy Buffett library, according Wrong. to Captain Patrick. Wrong. Yeah. Isn't that true, Jamie? Back me Absolutely. up. See, he's. <laughs> I got it from an expert, Patrick. Uh, uh, he's just being nice to agree with you. I have a feeling there is absolutely no Jimmy Buffett on their playlist. Wrong. Do I got to play my song again? Really? Greg's play- playlist is from, um, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Good one, Barry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. So uh, you wanted to take this where exactly, Patrick? What? Well, I wanted to, again, the, the, the reason for the interview was this phenomena, if you will, that we've seen in the last 12 months. You know, the, the boating industry, manufacturing, can't keep up with the demand. Uh, we've seen, a, you know, new boat sales, used boat sales, and we're seeing people r- starting to make this decision to pack up, get rid of everything, Greg, including their house, mm. and make the transition to a boat and a sailboat at that, which is a whole different type of boating, as we talked about earlier, than power boating. 
And we've also had stories in the past where people have gone and bought these sailboats like right off the internet, have no idea what they're getting into, and then the boat sinks. You know, they run it aground, they damage the keel, things of that nature. And Jamie and Bean are there to help with that transition and keep these things from happening. So what have you seen in regard to, you know, say about the last 12 months or so with this kind of phenomena? It has been off the hook. Can I make a really bad pun? Sure. Um, we do them all the time here at the World of Boating. <laughs> I mean, totally off the hook. It has been, uh, I mean, so a year ago, March, we were sitting looking at the world shutting down, uh, our own plans to sail with the South Pacific, crashing down, thinking, well, <laughs> There goes our, our coaching business. It's only a few years in, but nobody's going to want to go anywhere now. This is just going to dry up, and we're going to have a really hard year. And, it, of course, after a few weeks of everyone being in sort of stunned uh, silence, it took off, and it has been absolutely nuts. We've had so many folks coming to us looking for ways to get an escape bubble, you know, right. going. Get the- and a full spectrum of people. Mm-hmm. Some have boating experience, prior experience, and other people have little or none. And and so we help the uh, we help them figure yeah, it out. The right. I mean, yeah. we've been able to see so much in the years that we've been out. We know what the common missteps are. Um, we know how to do things right and how to point them in the right direction. You still, at the end of the day, um, have to have people with good judgment. Uh, you, you can read every book in the world and take all the classes and still make a dumb mistake. Well, there you go. So you thought it was going to hurt you guys uh, tremendously with the COVID thing, but it actually ended up being uh, a, a, a huge uptick in business because people wanted to get socially distanced out on, out on a boat with maybe their family, I guess, you know, and follow your flow plan, right? It's a great way to get out and do things and to be able to manage your, your COVID risk if that's a concern. And for us, uh, you know, for our last year in Mexico, it's been an awesome way. Our life's been had very little disruption to it. And other people are seeing this as a way they can get out and be active as a family as well. Talk about living the dream. You know, when everyone's in lockdown at home, we were cruising between islands in the Sea of Cortez watching, you know, watching dolphin pods. Swimming with whale sharks. Living the dream or calling all your friends or reaching out to them online with YouTube and just saying, suck it, losers, pretty much. Greg hasn't left that studio in 12 months. Yeah, but look at all the fun. getting a little rank in there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, those curtains were white twelve months ago. Quiet. That's right. He doesn't quiet. clean too often. So I have to say, if if I ever made this transition, I already know I would be a catamaran style sailboater, just because I think it's more my my speed layout of the vessel, uh, things of that nature. Have you found people that are getting into it, and then they're like, "No, definitely not for us. We didn't realize it was going to be this much." work because sailing is you know it's it's a great thing to do and it's a lot like i said ballet on the water no wasted motion but it's work it's not like running a powerboat well here's something i think you can appreciate as a powerboater actually the people that churn out because it's too much work it's not because the sailing is too much work it's because of the routine maintenance and keeping systems up on the boat yeah oh you gotta scrub those decks every day there <laughs> oh no! You're talking about the rigging, your 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 well, sail yeah. maintenance. I mean, yeah. it's polishing, uh, getting that salt water destroys everything. Hmm. Well, way to sell it, Barry. Way to sell it. <laughs> no, it's just part of. See, that's the whole thing, though. It says they got into this as a team. Somehow yeah. or another, they managed to to just lock in, so they knew what they were getting into, and they've made it so that it's a routine where they can do it every day. 
and not really think of it as work. And that's what I think they're trying to impart. Well, you're doing what you love, people. so it doesn't feel like work as much, I guess. It's right? work in exotic locations. Yeah. So the view is pretty traded. awesome at the office, right? It is. It yeah. is. The backyard is amazing. I love it. <laughs> well, I, love I mean, w- when you think about your 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 home, I mean, Greg and Barry, myself, are all in our our houses safely. Um, we have our routine maintenance. You know, uh, Barry's been battling the iguana invasion, mm-hmm. um, and his his roof repair, which has been going on for about three years. No, no, no. Roof uh, is repaired. It's now <laughs> painting and caulking. Greg Greg is battling his homeowners association constantly mm-hmm. um, because he wants to continue to expand his studio. Um, so we we all have our routine maintenance we do around our homes, and we've talked about this with people with cars, where you do your routine maintenance on your cars. We don't think about anything about spending that money on tires, on brakes, on an oil change, you know, keeping the upkeep. But when it comes to our boat, we have, a lot of people have, not we, because I don't, and I know Barry doesn't, but there's a lot of people out there, they have a problem. They're loath to spend that money or feel that they have to spend that time because it was a luxury item purchase, and they shouldn't have to do these things to it. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Jamie, what do you think? Did you have to become kind of like a your own personal handyman? Very much so. I, I used to be a professional racing sailor, and to me, the sailing part was awesome, and shifting to this cruising lifestyle was learning how to uh, be an electrician and a plumber, because, I mean, how often does the toilet get clogged on a boat? Uh, be <laughs> well, Barry's on your boat. It's never going to be unclogged. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, experience changing duckbill valves, have we? Oh, absolutely. Joker valve, yes. Hmm. Hmm. Well, you do have the old-fashioned head up at the bow of the boat you could use. <laughs> no, not at the bow. It's always at the transom, Barry. No, it's at the bow. No, no, you're always hanging over the aft end. Excuse I'm me? I'm telling you, the head was at the bow of the boat. There'll, there'll be no aft ending or hanging of afts <laughs> over any boat that I'm on. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But 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 it's amazing the things that you will learn if you have to, and that's when you. It's kind of like trial by fire when you're out there. You don't have anything to lean on. You don't have a mechanic. You got to figure out a way to make it work, right? It's true. And with the people we work with, um, some have mechanical aptitude and others don't. And we ask this up front. And for the people that don't, uh, uh, an early um, aim is to get them to be confident in trying to get into their own boat, so they. Um, so they, they may be hesitant and say, well, I'll just hire somebody. And I say, okay, you hire the rigger, you hire the sailmaker. That's awesome. But then when you're sailing out to the Bahamas, where's your rigger and your sailmaker? Mm-hmm. They're back in Annapolis somewhere, back in Florida. They're not with you anymore. Right. That, that's, that's like when Greg would hire someone to take his exams for him until <laughs> he really had to uh, do it himself. All right, that just never happened, it. Barry. Yeah, never <laughs> happened. I didn't take any exams. That's so, true. <laughs> you're... Your uh, your trips to the South Pacific. What is your what's the average transit time? That's a great question. So uh, sailboat style, uh, drawing back on our 2010 trip, that was a La Nina year, so there were some reinforced trades. But uh, I think we can also chalk it up to Jamie being what we call a sail tweaker. That we had a fairly efficient passage for a little over. Uh, what was it? Three thousand one hundred miles. Uh, twenty twenty nine hundred nautical miles. We did in with a little extra curve. For, just just under uh, just under twenty days. But I'm confused uh, when you say Jamie was a sail tweaker. Uh, I have this weird dance uh, in my no, no. mind that uh, it's not the same thing. <laughs> Wrong image. Good. Thank God. No. And, and he said he was racing 
sailboats at one time. So that that's a man who knows how to look at the wind and adjust its sail perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. that first passage is a is a whopper, but after that, the passage between the islands is usually more like three to five days. Which I realize sounds like a lot to folks that aren't used to it. Yeah, yeah. but when it, it turns out Bora Bora and Tahiti and the Cook <laughs> Islands are worth Fiji, it. They're totally worth it. Oh wow! I guess yeah, and I've been to some of those places, and and that would be such an amazing adventure. They're just so magical to be there. Uh, let alone be there on your own little private vessel and cruise into a little anchorage or whatever. Oof. Awesome. So part, part of the uh, part of the training that you provide is that you know people that are going to make trips like that. Here's where you want to. Here's where you want to go. Here's who to see. We can touch on that when we come back on the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast big news you're all invited to my party Put another candle on my birthday cake. We're gonna bake a birthday cake. Put another candle on my birthday cake. I'm another year old today. Well, it's actually tomorrow is my birthday. So uh, for my birthday here on the World of Boating, Barry the Boater and Captain Patrick are uh, sending me out a boat onto a boat to cruise around the world. I think by myself, though. Was that? Did I get that right? 
Barry? Yeah, we got a couple that float in from Cuba every day, so I'm sure I'll find one for you. Okay. All right. Happy birthday so, to me. There you so go. So what, Greg, you're, it's what, uh, 58, but the uh, right. monkey heart is what, celebrating its fourth? Mm, okay, we'll go with that. Sure. Why not? Okay. Why? Just, why? Do I got to celebrate? Does that mean I get two pieces of cake or two birthday cakes? One for no, me, it, one it, for my heart? What the hell? Yeah, no, you can't have cake with that heart. Oh, oh I know. Yeah, yes, I can. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jamie and Ben are our guests. Uh, SailingTotem.com is their website. You can find out more about their adventures from sailing around the world uh, as a family. And uh, I don't know, learn, not necessarily learn from their mistakes, but kind of. I mean, you're willing to share your knowledge of what you've learned and, and uh, you know, help people navigate those those caveats if they so uh, are inclined to kind of follow your float plan. I, I, I admire it. I, uh, you know, it, how much of it percentage wise, BN, do you think it is from just like, hey, look, you know, I've always had this dream because I, I bet you there's not one person listening right now who isn't thinking like, gosh, I wish I had the guts to do what they did. How much of it is it? Would you say it's as high as like 80, 90% of it is just like, you know, you got to commit to the uh, effort or what? What do you think? I think it's huge to be able to commit to the effort. And I would guess that maybe 1% of the people who have the dream actually depart. There you go. So 99% is what she says. See, the rest of us are all a bunch of wusses that don't, uh, just don't, aren't willing to take that, uh, make that effort, I think, Patrick. Follow uh, your dreams. Maybe. Come on. Well, the 1% of everybody who's gathered right now, that would be you. Uh, Barry and I would do it. Uh, Barry would do it without his wife. I would do it. Um, so I, 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 Barry, you and I can team up. Wow. Yeah. No, no. Well, what do you mean? No, no. I mean, well, the problem is, is I got a family to take care of. Actually, and, you and know, all... uh, Barry needs to transition first and then him and uh, Patrick it. will <laughs> team up no, and sail no, around the no. world as a lovely couple that we can and all so celebrate and follow. Prior to the, prior to the break, uh, we we're talking about, you know, making these trips down to these <laughs> exotic locations <laughs> and, uh, how you've been um, received in those areas and you know, people who contact you and far as imparting your your knowledge and here's where you need to go, here's how you get to this s- secret spot nobody knows about, you're not going to find it on any chart, uh, a little bit about that. Oh, well, the secret spots, we can't share all of those, you know. Well, but, uh, I didn't want you to give the latitude longitude. <laughs> We actually do share the secret spots, basically. I mean, when we're working with folks, we want to help them um, with their planning purposes and one of the or for planning purposes. And one of the things we'll do is share our track and waypoints and things like that to say, Mm -hmm. hey, you know, here's the spot in the Bahamas where we swam with dolphins. Here's another Mm. one. Um, I think part of what we we like to do is is show these spots so that it helps inspire people to say, oh, my God, that's awesome. I want to go there. And it's in my reach. Uh, where are the treasures? Where are the coordinates for the treasures? Ah, uh-huh. right. Yeah. That's just it. And sometimes They're you got to lead them just <laughs> I was just going to use a Madagascar example. There's this really cool bay, Marumba Bay, and it's full of karst islets. So one, an islet in, that might be as big as a Volkswagen bug, and, and the whole bay is scattered with them. Hmm. And so you go digging around through these, and we found that one of them was some kind of, was like a religious site, actually, and there were bones that led you into an inner cavern with candles and a skull. <laughs> wow. It was kind of wild. Oh, and-, and so we very quietly appreciated the space, and then we very quietly left. And okay. I love to share the generality of the location, but I'd never share the specifics of it because it felt a little too sacred. No, no bad luck after that. 
<laughs> no, it wasn't. Spirits wasn't, wasn't. followed you home or followed you back onto your boat. Yeah. No, it wasn't that episode of the Brady Bunch where they went to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. However, Greg, when he was in Fiji, he did go to the Cave of Cannibals and That's he did true. leave with some bones. Yeah. Um, so he's been cursed with Barry and I ever since. Right. Ah, <laughs> uh, the burden. The burden I carry. All right. Yeah, but but it is a, an amazing story. And, um, you know, uh, hats off to you guys. I think you're an inspiration to everybody listening right now. Do you feel that? Uh, do you feel like that? I mean, people appreciate what you've done, don't they? I, I think they do. And I feel like it's been a real gift for us, a, a real blessing to be able to share our experiences and how we got there. I mean, I did not have any special skills to do this. Um, Jamie did, but you know what? I had to grow those too. And yet we have found this incredible lifestyle. It's been an amazing way to raise our kids. And I can't imagine a happier way of living. And isn't that the end game? Yeah. Once again, yeah, I, I can read their minds. Right now, they're just telling all of us on this crew of the world of boating to suck at losers. And no, uh, I think yeah, they're a little bit that, nicer. No, no, that's what it could be your inside voice, but that's what they're thinking. And they should. Uh-huh. They, they, uh, you know, that that's just part of it. I mean, yeah, that's how you know you've made it when everybody is uh, envious of what you've done, Patrick. Come on. Uh, well, for those of our listeners who may be interested, or if they have friends or family members, or maybe even an enemy who's interested, uh, <laughs> how do they get in contact with you guys um, to inquire about your services? Oh, thank you. Um, the best way really is our website, sailingtotem.com. And if they use social media, whatever they use, we're probably sailing totem within that media as well. Um, Instagram um, or Facebook or whatever. They can find us that way. Got it. Now, after we've had this little conversation, you know, the big question, the final question I have for you is, would you welcome the World of Boating crew onto Totem to cruise around, I don't know, Mexico or the South Pacific with you and your family? Yeah. To cruise around the boatyard, yes. Cruise around the boatyard, yes. <laughs> ah, perfect answer. I'll take that as a win. <laughs> Happy birthday there, Greggy. Yeah, there you go. See, they know. They're smart. They've learned to not uh, you know, pick up uh, scragglers along the way. But there you go. Salem totem, uh, sailingtotem.com. Check it out. On that note, we'll wrap it up till next time. Remember, whether it's sail or motor, life, life is, is better, better as, as a motor. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.